the we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pound. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. Yes, my fellow listeners, welcome, welcome, welcome. I bid you welcome. It's the first day of the new month, which actually is the first day of August. And it's a good thing that we are all here to see it. And I hope uh, whatever wishes we are hoping for will come will come true in this new month. And over in the States and elsewhere, it's still the summertime, so um, I just wanted to make this um, gift for as a, as a great way to kick up the new month. I'm going to be reading you um, an excerpt from a, from a novella I wrote a couple of years back. Actually, I think it was last year or two years ago. It's, I, it was featured in a, in a book I published uh, titled uh, Wife Breeding Team and Other Stories. Uh, you, can, you can find it on my website, that's uh, DamianDesoul.com, or you can visit uh, Amazon or Barnes & Noble and you'll find, a, you'll find a copy of the book. I believe it's available on Kindle. Uh, yeah, it's available on Kindle. Once again, the title is uh, uh, Wife Breeding wife breeding Team and Other Stories. So I'm going to, it's, um, it's, a, it's a story about this uh, hotel resort where couples uh, go to uh, get their wives impregnated by uh, black studs. Uh, <laughs> got a real uh, sexual over to, overbite on it. So I'm going to read you uh, an excerpt of it and I hope you enjoy it. So without further ado, let's uh let's get the ball rolling. Okay. The title is The Wife Breathing Clinic. <clears throat> they held hands as they walked down a garden pathway that led toward the breathing house. The signpost at the pathway's entrance told them exactly that. And if that wasn't enough, there were other couples walking ahead of them, possibly heading in the same direction, and they appeared familiar with where they were going. Gladys glanced over her shoulder and saw another young couple coming a short distance behind them. She held Jake's hand tight as they walked along. You nervous? he asked her. Yeah, you bet. Is it that obvious? Your hand feels sweaty, he said. I'm kind of nervous too. It's funny, you don't look it. Not since we got here. That's because I have you. Don't worry, it's going to be just fine. She blushed, then kissed him. You're always looking at the positive of things. That's why I love you. I should be. Good good thing we won't be the only ones there, he gestured at the couples ahead of him. They sighted the building a few yards ahead of them. It was painted white and resembled a clinic than anything else. The entire front was made of glass, 
but beyond that, the walls took over. The pathway ended in front of its glass doors, which automatically slid open and ushered them into the lobby where the other couples mingled with others. Everyone appeared familiar with each other. Jake and Gladys exchanged handshake and said hellos all round. The couple that had been behind them was the last in the room, and Jake counted eight couples in the room, including himself and Gladys. A hand tapped his arm and he turned to see the Australian couple he had met the day before, smiling bashfully at him. This time they were fully clothed in summer-type clothes. The wife, Tipa, wore a tight blouse and short shorts. Her blouse exposed her midrib and the pair of shorts looked more like panties on her. Jake spied down that area and thought he made out pubic hair peeking outward. She wasn't the only one dressed for the occasion. Two other women in the room wore swimsuits and looked like they had every right to be there. Hiya! Tipa's husband, Kurt, shook hands with Jake. Quite a surprise. Never thought we'd run into you here. Same with me. Jake introduced them to Gladys, and the two women exchanged kisses on their cheek. Other couples found chairs and sat down, chattering with each other. Jake and the others made like the rest and found spare chairs for themselves. You're here for the breeding too? Tipa asked Gladys. Gladys burst into giggles and hid her face for a moment while struggling to get rid of her blush. Yeah, I guess I am. That's wonderful. It's what got us wanting to come here since. Just never found time until now to make it happen. I can't have anything else besides having a black baby swim inside me. You seem so ecstatic about it. Oh, you've no idea how much this will mean for both of us. It's a stretch finding good black men back home, or else we probably wouldn't be here, Kurt mentioned. That's part of why we're here too, said Gladys. We've tried having a baby, but no luck. Low sperm count, Jake chipped in. That's what the doctors said. You ain't alone in that, mate, Kurt said. We've been doing the rounds since we got here with other couples. A lot of the men have that same problem as you. But why cry when the wife needs the best? But you ain't got none of the same hang-up, have you? Jake asked. Not since last time I checked, Kurt laughed, patting his wife's thigh. It's just a fun thing Tipa and I talked about getting done. She's got such a wild craving that's too much for me to handle, and I love watching her. Tipa chuckled at that. You know that talk about once you go black, you never go back? That's the way it's been with me since first time I tried one. They kept with their conversation until three black women in white tunic outfits walked into the room from beyond the passage and several of the couples ceased talking when they noticed their presence. One of them called everyone to attention, and the room suddenly went silent. Her voice was cold and succinct when she spoke. 
I bid you lovely couples welcome to your breathing session for today. To the women, you will be divided in two groups and your sessions will proceed soonest till the next hour. Now, if you are, please follow us. The woman and her two colleagues turned around and marched down the passage they had come. Jake and Gladys left their chair like everyone else and trailed after them. Everyone was murmuring excitedly. Jake observed the other couple's faces and couldn't believe the glimmer of happiness in their eyes like they were heading towards the desire of a long-fulfilled promise. He too felt the same way inside himself and even recognized similar glimmer in Gladys' eyes too. The walls of the passageway were padded with soft fabric as was the floor. Jake barely heard his footsteps or anyone else's as they walked. They turned the corner and entered a large room with, with three smaller passageways branching off on either side. The black women divided the couples amongst themselves, three to each, and led them separately down each passage. Jake and Gladys waved goodbye at the Australian couple as they went with other couples to another passage. There were two doors waiting for them at the end of the passage, one in front and the other to the right. The black woman stopped at the one in front and opened the door. Only the wives can enter this one, she said. The women all turned toward their men for one last kiss before parting ways. Gladys looked at Jake with awe in her eyes. Neither could guess whatever waited beyond, but standing there, neither could deny their excitement as well. I'll be out here waiting on you, darling, Jake said before letting go. Gladys slipped into the room with the other wives, and the black woman then shut the door behind them. She opened the other door for the men. You can all wait in here and watch what goes on inside, she said. Jake and the other, and the other men went inside without a word, and the woman then shut the door behind them. The room was initially dark. But suddenly, bright lights in the room in the room flickered to life. It was a square-shaped room, padded all round. It looked so much like a waiting room in a, in a hospital, except everything about it screamed comfort. Several couch seats, all facing a large glass, took that took up half the length of the wall in front of them. The glass was actually a TV screen. Jake and the other men exchanged handshakes and became acquainted with each other while they sat there waiting. I'm Bobby Deere, said one of said one in his mid forties, wearing sporting wiring glasses. Jake Land, Landis, Mitchell Lawrence, said the other, who was the youngest amongst them. He was in his twenties, and this was his second time of being at the resort. My first time here too, said Bob. You've been enjoying the place so far, Jake asked. More than I ever ex expected. The TV screen soon came to life and presented them with a view of the room that their wives were in. All three men sat forward in hushed silence, staring at the screen, anxious for what was coming next. The door, the door closed behind Gladys, and she stood there staring at the darkness that filled the room, 
the lights came on seconds later and Gladys and the woman standing to her left both uttered a gasp. It was a box-shaped room with mirrors lining the walls and a large comfy bed occupying the center of it, complete with pillows. The three women came forward further into the room. One of them stopped to admire her figure in a wall of mirrors. They are watching us, said one, said one of the women named Annie Lawrence. She was a buxom redhead in her early 20s. Who's watching us, Gladys asked. Everyone, I guess, she answered. At least our husbands are. You've been here before, haven't you? said the other, who was a thick-set blonde with the name Lillian Deer. Annie nodded. It's always so much fun when you're coming a second time, she said. No need to get nervous. This is my first time and I'm way past nervous, said Gladys. Same with me, Lillian admitted before sitting down on the bed, feeling her hand over the silk bed sheet. So now we're here. What happens next? The phone's about to get started, Annie answered. She flung off her tank top and grinned as she continued admiring herself, caressing her tits with both hands. I can't wait for the action to begin. My pussy is already tingling. Have you had sex with anyone since you got here? Gladys asked Lillian, who replied by shaking her head. I did yesterday. It was unbelievable. My husband and I arrived here a little late yesterday, and we were both tired. What about you, Annie? Been here three days already, and I've been, and I've been getting fucked all day every day. She turned away from the mirror. Boy, I can't wait for our men to appear. I bet the other women are getting their fuck on right now. Gladys turned her head when she heard one of the mirror walls open in the form of a door, and she and the others saw three gorgeous black hawks enter the room. Two of them wore jeans, but the third came in naked. Annie burst into chuckles and rushed to embrace the naked one. The other two found out on either side of the bed toward Lillian and Gladys. Annie was right about them being washed. Just as Jake and the other husbands sat forward in their seats, enjoying the sights of their wives on screen, so too the live feed was going on throughout the resort. Many other couples at that moment, settled in their respective hotel suites, were tuning through their TV screens and watching the show. The same was also being done of the wives in different rooms. Master Odum was in his office, enjoying a mild break from his work. He too had tuned on the TV in his office and was watching the live breathing sessions. He did flip channels to sample what was ongoing in each breathing room before settling on the one that had Gladys. He sat back and watched as she submitted herself to a handler about to carry out his breathing ritual upon her. His hand grabbed his crotch as he perceived his erection nudging awake in his pants. Odum reached for a buzzer button beside his phone, then waited. A knock happened on his door, and he adjusted himself in his chair before telling whoever it was to enter. He had unzipped his fly and was stroking his hard-on 
when his door opened. A Caucasian couple entered his domain. They were both nude as was customarily required for serving couples, except the husband wore a chastity cage over his penis as was strictly adhered to by others. Husband and wife came round to Master Odum's decks and knelt before him. You summoned us, sir, the wife said. Yes, I did. Odum came off his chair and his pants then dropped to his ankles. The couple's eyes instantly lit up with longing. Your master requires both your service right now, he said. The wife reached for his cup with both hands and caressed his girth as he drew closer to her. She moaned through her lips before kissing the tip of his inflamed cup, still stroking his foreskin as she lowered her jaw muscles to consume his girth. It was a tough effort for her. This was her first time assigned to be, to, to be on submissive call to Master Odun. He changed his serving couples as often as he wanted, and like every other woman in the resort, they provided plenty of gossip regarding whom Master Odum was fucking whenever. Odum watched her gag and slop his massive tool and goaded her to take more of him into her mouth. She did her best to take more inches, even though it was hard work. What she lacked in deep-throating skills, she made up with her yearning lust, slobbering over her, his foreskin, kissing every inch of his prick until returning to sucking his dick. Odum gestured at her husband to come closer, and he too was proud to worship his cock and was more of an expert at it than his wife. They joined forces, attacking their master's cock, and pretty soon, Odum was groaning from their combined efforts. Yeah, well, I hope you enjoyed it so far. We'll have to stop here for now. I'll see about uh, continuing the, the story later. It's still a lengthy piece of work. Okay, so thank you for listening, and I... I hope you enjoy this. I'll get back to you hopefully in the next couple of days. And uh, once again, if you need to find me, I am uh, I am at uh, Twitter at the Soul Damien. Uh, you can check out my website. That's DamienTheSoul.com. And if you're looking for me, my blog, my uh, blog, it's uh, Shango Returns dot blogspot.com and um, I'm on kick if you wish to correspond with me on kick that's uh, k-i-k uh, my kick is uh, master shango so uh, thank you for listening and I hope to uh, I hope uh, you keep on uh, subscribing and as the day goes by I will have some more interesting tales to read out to you. So for now, till next time, thank you. And bye.